Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? This is Old School, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, live at 1040 O Street. We are brought to you by the Mercado, certified PMIT, special ingredients and butcher shop, two locations in Lincoln, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. I always say every type of meat and every type of cut is definitely a day to uh, stop by and make a few purchases and then get home in time to fire up that grill and have a good night because it's a beautiful day out, almost 70 degrees. A lot of activity here on O Street in between uh, 10th and 11th Street. No, 10th and 11th Street on O Street. Um, a lot going on, Austin, on a, you know, in between. You know, the NBA is not starting up. And then obviously football has been over for a little over a week. But um, big thing is the college football playoffs approves 5 plus 7 model for the 12-team playoff. And so essentially um, the top five ranked teams out of the out of five, what is it? Out of the power power five conference, power four and power group four, of five. yeah, group of four, power four and the group of five, because I, Pac twelve is just around a name, name, image, and likeness, <laughs> and so, um, and then you get the seven uh, highest ranking ranking teams after that. So, as much as much as teams could be like could think like, oh, we could we could afford a early season loss, not so fast. I think you got to get start. In my opinion, I think you need to get started fast. It kind of build up that equity. Maybe if you have a bad performance or kind of a uh, out of norm loss, middle to early, late in the season, and then be able to finish strong, I think that bodes well for you because obviously teams start to separate themselves. So it's always you want to start fast, hold your head above water in the middle of the season, and end fast or you know mm-hmm. end strong. Um, and so I think it sets up to where you're going to get some surprise teams, especially you know towards the you know the bottom. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what the jockeying is for those top, especially four spots, and then also the fifth one, because those are the really important ones. That really is. I'm going to be curious to see on a year-to-year basis which teams do we think would benefit from the week off, right? Mm-hmm. You presume that it's going to be the you know Big 12, SEC, ACC, and Big 12 champs in some order in the top four. I think Cincinnati coming from the American the year they made the playoff won't get the buy hardly ever, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they've built up that equity over a few years and we we start to see a Gonzaga right yeah. out of a group of five conference. My guess would be it comes from the Sun Belt, whether yeah. it's a, a James Madison yeah. or a Troy and App State, someone like that, maybe Liberty, um, given all the resources that they have. But it's going to be a while until we see the group of five champion get a buy. Mm-hmm. Um but then it'll come down really to does that group of five champion get the guaranteed fifth spot? Yeah, I think that's fair, right? They won their conference. They did the work. They probably had to beat somebody, right? They probably didn't play 12, 12 nobodies. They probably had to schedule pretty aggressively um, to be given the ranking ahead of time. And then right. they proved it throughout the year. And then the, the teams that are, you know, then six through 12 had every shot to win their conference. They didn't do it. Three of them will still get rewarded with a home game. Yeah. But I would rather see like 
Tulane or not, not SMU anymore, but like a Tulane or a Liberty, someone like that, get a home game as the five seed rather than give it to your third place team in the Big Ten, Penn State. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the only way that you're going to create excitement, legitimate uh, excitement, and kind of not set yourself up for criticism is to reward them. And if they get their, you know, the brains, you know, get their brakes beat off them, that's so be it. You know, mm-hmm. They're going to have to step their game up, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and it, it, you're not going to have perfect, like, games. You're not no. going to have coming down to the last drive or double overtime and you have to go for two. You're not, there's going to be blowouts. And that's even if the, you know, the blue buds face each other because mm-hmm. styles make fights and mm-hmm. these are still young men. Um, you know, it's an emotional game. It could be weather related. It could be health related as far as like who's hurt or not. So I definitely want to see that, you know, that group of five power, um, group of five get a, if they earn it. Right. And then mm-hmm. they have the, you know, they, the optics and yes, they're going to have to work a little bit harder, mm-hmm. but for them to work a little bit harder, they're going to get rewarded by having that home game because then that financially is going to be huge for them, which potentially could set them up in the future. Um, It'll it'll just be interesting to see, especially this year mm-hmm. with the Big Ten, and potentially let's just let's just assume everybody's going to operate close to their optimum or something that's bearable, right? Every you mm-hmm. know, every, like the Oregon's, um, Ohio State, Michigan, let's say Penn State, mm-hmm. um, sneaky team might be Iowa, where they're going to try to just you know just ground and pound <laughs> you. It's going to be interesting how it shakes out because you mm-hmm. you have to start fast and it cannot be it's got to look good or mm-hmm. it's got to be improvement from the year before mm-hmm. the 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 um let's call it the bs and the media attention has got to be i wouldn't say all positive but it's got to be like man you know that's improvement actually iowa actually has an offense that can throw a 15 yard pass it's you got to get that good fanfare going because that's going to influence the voting right because you mm-hmm. you do, you can't be the same old iowa one in 10 seven mm-hmm. because that's not appealing to be in the first year or the first like four years of this um, five plus seven. And so that's going to be important. Do coaches take more risks? Do coaches recruit differently? Do they call plays differently? Because it is optics now it, because optics is going to pay it. And it's the, you know, the mm-hmm. scoring margin and all that stuff, but it's still optics. And it feels like we got kind of the first year of that beauty pageant this year, right? With Florida state being yeah. left out, right? Yeah. They circumstances. Didn't, yes, yeah. they didn't look as attractive with Jordan Travis being out. They had right. to ground and pound their way against Louisville. They got it done. They're in the twelve team playoff, but right. that's part of the reason committee's going to deny it till they all go to their graves. Right. But we know Jordan Travis being out was a big deal. Whereas you know before in the fourteen playoff, it was did you take care of business and did you look good enough yeah. in doing it? But now the more you expand a playoff, the more it's going to come into play your strength of schedule, your strength of record, your point right. differential. How much, you know, lipstick, how gussied up did yeah. you get for the committee? Because it's still going to be subjective, especially the further down you go. Yeah. You know, deciding between, you know, 12 and 1 and 13 and 0 isn't nearly as hard as deciding between 11 and 2 and 10 and 2. Yeah. Or, or and 9 and 3 in the yeah. SEC versus 10 and 2 in the ACC. That's going to be huge. And you, and the first team I think about is like Louisville. Like, sure. okay, yeah, you, you, you start out like gangbusters. You got Jeff Brom there and all that stuff. But then... <laughs> You sputtered down the the, the end, and then mm-hmm. also you have to. This is where you know the it, it is, it's going to challenge every you know football department, football team to always be on point. 
the message out of the locker room has to be unified. You have to understand what you're doing. You have to make sure that you're doing it right, whatever's coming out of the locker room, right? Because a perfect example is Louisville. And and, and where he's like, okay, well, the, what what is Louisville known for? Or what Jeff Brom, okay, Jeff Brom, you got you to gotta fight the perception. Start, be the surprise. They went, what is it, the year, you know, they went to that bowl game and got just obliterated by LSU, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he was already gone and, and stuff was in transition, but still, your name was still there. And Purdue has shown not to play well in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Louisville, right? Probably should have, you should have beat Florida State. They had the third team quarterback in there, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You did. They didn't. were the 49ers last year, right? and, and you then, didn't beat them. Right, and then you went to the bowl game and got obliterated again. Mm-hmm. So you, you're going to, that's why you have to start fast. And start fast isn't beating a team 66 to nothing. Start fast means playing good football, looking good doing playing the football. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things you have to do in order to be successful and, and, and put, set yourself up for, um, you know, that 12, 12 team playoff. And so it, it's going to be interesting to see how they, uh, how each team goes out of it. And I'm, and I'm talking about the message out of the locker room. You got to understand that, you know, whoever your, your people are, they're going to be, you know, in front of the camera and in the interviews have to understand the dynamic of this 12 team playoff mm-hmm. because you have to have talking points. You have to be authentic and you have to do your job. Um, and you know, that's just part of the, you know, way, way college football is, it, it is essentially, you know, professional football right now. And this is the first step into it. And they're doing a lot of things to, I wouldn't say they're doing it purposefully to get guys ready, but you are having to get ready. You're getting NIL money. You're making a ton of money in some cases. You're getting a ton of exposure. You got these power conferences essentially that are forming uh, rapidly. It seems like every year it's something else. And you have this first year of the playoffs. It's like if you when you expanded the playoffs in the NFL, you got to get busy. Uh, you know, early year versus late. To that point about being professional, we see the talent level in the NFL and how long it's been since we had an undefeated champion. There's right. the Dolphins, right? They're yeah. still popping their champagne every year as soon as that final team suffers a loss. I know college football isn't the NFL, but Jay, we're seeing that consolidation of talent. We're seeing conference schedules get tougher in the Power Four era, you know, compared to the Power Five, compared to back when you had you know, the Big Eight in the Southwest and right. the Pac-10 and all these other conferences that could stake their claim to being major enough. Do you think next year's college football playoff champion goes undefeated? There's got to be a special team. It's got. I mean, I think it's harder now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think. I mean, you're going to be. I mean, because you're going to play a team that's. You're going to be battle tested, no matter where you're ranked at. I think it'd be really hard, just because of it's a long season. You got to stay healthy. You got to get lucky, and then you got to be good, mm-hmm. and then you got to be able to make those like championship type of plays, right? Mm-hmm. You got to have defining moments. And, you know, even Michigan with their drama field season for six games out of the 12 with their heads with their head coach Jim Harbaugh being gone there was some there was some championship type of moments in, in the you know for the for them mm-hmm. to win it it wasn't just it wasn't a cakewalk now they went out and earned it they were the best team they were their most consistent team now they you could argue that they had some help um and that help is was set forth and the foundation was years prior mm-hmm. this is the payoff mm-hmm. of all the things they were able to do um and so it, it would be very hard to do it. it. I don't think it would be, I wouldn't rank the, anybody like, oh, they're better than say like 95 Huskers or the LSU 2019 or any of those Miami teams. I wouldn't do that. But I just think in this day and age with this 
like the way college football is now, mm-hmm. it would be very hard because you you're gonna you're having you're you're the thing that's like I guess pulling back on teams is because guys aren't there for the team. Mm-hmm. They're there in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Conditionally for the team. And then as soon as the game's over, we've seen it with Georgia. As soon as the game's over, as soon as they didn't make the college football players, we're out. Mm-hmm. Same thing with these guys. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, if you're quick to leave, if you I always feel like if you're quick to throw away something, if you're quick to leave, you never truly were invested in it. It's too, because yeah. it's like I always say this, you have in, Matthew Sl- Slater said, and we'll go to break here. This is a relationship that he had with football. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? This is something that he had to nurture. He had to go through ups and downs. Like, you just can't decide that you're, like, just imagine, like, ghosting football. Like, you're just, okay, you're mad. Like, you're mad that you're, you didn't get your way. So, all right, I'm not going to meetings. I'm not going to train. I'm not going to eat right. I'm not going to sleep right. I'm not going to think about it. And I'm not going to look at my playbook. But play me, start me, coach. Right. And then when you come back to, all right, here's, I'm back. It just you can't do. I think as much as people don't want to look at sports, is like it is exactly what you do. Because mm-hmm. if you're driven and you're patient and everything that you want, you will get it. It's never easy. You never like. I would say this: if you asked me before the draft, you know, was I a late fifth round pick? No, but you had to wait for it. Then it came to the point, all right, at the end of the day, I just want to get drafted. At the beginning of I just want to get drafted. But, you know, internally, you know, I felt like I was better, right? Now, I didn't get to prove that right away because I had to wait and be patient, right? Um, but then guess what happened after that? Then you get a chance, and then next thing you know, you had to go through ups and downs. You had to be patient. You had to bet on yourself. You had to prove yourself. And then, boom, you're able to, you know, exceed expectations. So, that goes into the, what these teams are going to have to do. It starts now. You kind of have your blueprint. You can kind of prognosticate or whatever you want to call it. Look at the look at the schedule. See where you're at compared to years just last year, the, the top 12. How do you match up? Where do we got to get better? I think this is actually a could like be a shot of energy of where you're at because now mm-hmm. it used to be, okay, everybody has a chance. you know. But realistically, it was probably about – eight to 10 teams to get in that at four. Yeah. Probably even a little bit less, right? Kind of a lot of it had preseason ranking. Now everybody has a realistic chance and it starts now, not, you know, a lot of things is talent related, but everybody has a chance. So anyways, good first segment there with the uh, five plus seven. That's the college football playoffs, new format. And uh, Austin, you probably can clip that, you know, and uh, play it tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break, come back. We're gonna just gonna jump all over the place. We had the uh, new president of the NCAA talking about he is in favor for continued unlim- pretty much unlimited transfers. I want to get your thoughts on that because that d- dives into what we just talked about, or kind of you know is is part of it. So Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, DP is on the road. Old school. We'll be right back.